I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Russell me, Mark. Russell me, Pete. Oh, we're back after a blistering, chicken skin blistering oh. KFC Royal Rumble special last week. Uh, wow. Do you know what I did the other day? I ordered some KFC. Yeah. Uh, and not because we talked about it on the show. Mm. This is uh, before Christmas. Right. Uh, I was working in a hotel and they gave us... Uh, per diem. Uh, per diem. Yeah. There, nothing was open because the re- it was actually in Leicester and we were all in lockdown. Yeah. And... In the hotels, you could order delivery. That was the only thing you could do. So I went back, and there were lots of people going stuff around, going, "Oh, is there Wagamama's up here?" And a bit like, you know, like a you know, take a fucking day off, take a day off. We <laughs> all Katsu will be we, there when you get back. We all know what we want to eat. We yeah. want to eat either KFC or we want to eat yeah. Domino's Grow up. or. I mean, at a push, maybe Nando's, I want to right? eat soil with grease in it. I just, That's what yeah, I exactly. want. I just want oil exactly. and soil. Oh, what? Sorry, you don't think about Burger King. Grow up. <laughs> Grow up. <laughs> so I, I just, I had that thing of just going, do you know what I'm going to do? Everyone's sort of sitting around here. I'm going to go back to my room yeah. and I'm going to order some KFC. Good. And then I'm going to pick it up without anyone seeing. Of course, it coincided with everyone leaving. Everyone going, what have you got? And everyone was like, oh, oh KFC. Oh, KFC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it was good, didn't it? Yeah. But anyway, I had that. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. It was fucking brilliant. Delicious, of course it is. It's good, it's, mate. Delicious. The game, oh. the game changer was bringing in the the, the breast fillets. You know, right? None of the messing about with the bones. Oh, none, none of the greatest. Yeah. None of getting the bit that you think is breast meat, but is actually sort of like chest, where you bite in and you just go, "That is just bone." <laughs> bones, <isn't it? laughs> I don't even flirt with the big pieces. No, I am a twelve spicy wings man. Oh, but this, man. but they're so spicy. They're so delicious. They are and so the delicious. The day I realised they're delicious, I yeah. But I've expand, expanded. Um, there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a KFC. It's way too far away than than, than, than what is really necessary. So I've yeah. always got to rewarm it. Um, especially if the delivery driver, like he did last week, just, just went missing for 15 minutes, turned his phone off. <laughs> phone, the, the, the food came back completely freezing. And I've, still, I've kept forgetting to get to get back. Somebody met that. a lady. <laughs> 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 that food will keep. Don't worry, darling. <laughs> Lovely. Um, and uh, yeah, twice your wings. But I've expanded my order into, I don't even get fries anymore. Whoa. I get like double mash, double gravy, uh, like the exotic Spicy mayonnaises. Oh, I get yeah. the, the 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 corn. I get a little bit Do of popcorn. Chicken. Get, so I'm just. I, I get the little spicy rice. I get yeah. that because I'm like, look, healthy. healthy. And then I leave it on the side <laughs> and I don't touch it. <laughs> oh, I love KFC, Mark. It's Same my favorite here. thing. That's why I'm ill. That whole delivery Uber Eats thing is too much of a worrying game changer. Oh yeah, huge. too much of a worrying yeah. game changer. Mm-hmm. I got McDonald's delivered the other day just for lunch. I was just, oh, I'm going to get some McDonald's. <laughs> Did that. 
and it was like, oh, don't worry about the one ninety nine thing. You know, we're actually, you know, we're going to give you a free. So, and I was like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> oh, it's just amazing. That is, I, I could. I mean, there's nothing to stop me, Pete, going back now. Well, McDonald's after this recording, I just straight straight away. <laughs> well, and they'll bring it round, the idiots. Between they'll bring it round, <laughs> the well, fools. Between, well, between here and where you live on on the Highgate, yeah. uh, there's a, there's one at the bottom of um, there like is. the archway, isn't there? There is. I but, used to get all. Oh. Uh, do you know what, Pete? I, I can go past it, and I could go in, yeah. get it, take it myself. Yeah, I get home now. Bring <laughs> I ring them from the bus, meet them at the door. <laughs> Woo! Didn't have to waste my time carrying this. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's it is just. The best thing. Yeah. The best I've had, thing. Did I tell you one time, Holloway, is it Holloway Road South, Holloway Road North, Holloway, whatever. Uh, one of the, the, the Holloway Road uh, train station, next door, KFC, mm. uh, a man, it must have been like half 12. I was a bit half cut. Um, the bloke goes, do you want some popcorn chicken? And he, and he sort of just got his tongs and just fed me over <laughs> the bar. I think you have told me because because I know that has happened because I think about it every time I go into KFC. (laughs) I think about the joy it must have been. Weird. Oh man, I I was once uh, in Canada uh, and I went to a KFC Mm. and they had a rotisserie chicken that was done in the KFC batter. Oh, holy moly! From the base of the foot all the way up through to the throat, (laughs) it was. It looked so delicious. And again, because KFC is, you know, it's tawdry. You can't say to someone, can we please get that and, and I'll eat it in the car. Nando's can fuck off. Like, they're just ticking about. So like, just put that in batter yeah. and let's have a little nosh. I, I like a Nando's only because when you go to quite bad regional towns, yeah. you go, well, at least I'm going to have something hot. That's, that's all it is. I, I do like a Nando's. People overrate how good Nando's is. They talk about, they obsess about it and they yeah. talk about it and they go, oh, look at this. I've, yeah. got, the, I've got the hot sauce. I'm, I like the hot sauce on you. Yeah. Hey, guys, 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 stop fighting. Have you not heard of fucking KFC? Because you're going on about Nando's like it's better. Um, KFC. Uh, sponsoring WrestleMe after last week. <laughs> we uh, we came to an agreement um, yeah. and we're very, very pleased. Yeah. Very, very pleased it's, indeed. It's, it's mainly just the pig as a chicken. <laughs> Uh, and it's not new chicken. Uh, it's the stuff they have left over, we get to pick up in a skip. Uh, the next match after the Royal Rumble, which everyone has enjoyed, is yes. Seth Rollins and the Raw Tag Team Champion Jason Jordan versus Cesaro. I forgot about I this. Mean, I thought we were going straight in the fuck. I, like... I, I, I have nothing to say about this match. Nothing at all. Because... <laughs> I've already seen them. We've already had the big climax yeah. and everything. This could have been done 24 hours later. Cesar and Sheamus have been to the army surplus store and they've got new kilts. Yeah, they're all... Well, also, Seth Rollins comes out in the same outfit he was wearing the Royal Rumble. The dirty, dirt, dirt <laughs> dirty bag. boy. You horrible... Dirty boy. Dirt. What do you do? Just get the old air, air, air conditioner Jesus on, Christ. Get an air dryer I, up and down. I, I pity your mother having to do your <laughs> dirty washing. Dirty boy. Disgusting. Don't put a black light on him. But what a... What a... Stupid, stupid thing to do <laughs> this show is without the pre-show is four hours and five minutes mm. and this again no show needs to be that long what when you're putting this together they obviously went oh well we need something between the two royal rumbles uh the kfc the colonel third. rumble and the uh, women's yeah, royal yeah, rumble. The second and um, the third they didn't need to do that with the men's and the and the, you know, the colonel royal because no. they knew both of those were fucking brilliant yeah bangers but they put this match <laughs> in between it just pads out a show that you just do not need if there are too many rumbles on the show. How about you start the show with one and end it with the other mm. rather than going, let's have two matches there, then the rumble, then the yeah. rumble, then the match, then the rumble. Badly, badly like, laid out. You may have 
like one ticket left on the Brock Lesnar contract. Yes. <laughs> like, a, like, a, like a poster you see on a oh, Telegraph Oh, do you know what? I'd forgotten about that match. What, <laughs> I mean, what a shit match as well. Uh, Straight after the, the tag match that you could have done without. Yeah, you get Universal Champion Brock Lesnar versus Kane versus Braun Strowman. Mm. I mean, you know, you can tell from that lineup, it's not going to be great. Yeah. You know, it's not great. But it's also hard to watch this. I had to put it on twice. The first time I felt like it was just... I, could, I was like, I can't remember anything about this. And the second time I was like, oh, there's nothing to remember. No. It's and, just rubbish. And to be honest, like a lot of the like, beards are big. And, and, yeah. and now everyone's got a beard and everyone's bald. So it's just like, I just can't keep track of everyone now. No, no. Everyone's just gone crazy. This is a reason to keep out Kane and Braun Strowman from the Rumble. Because mm-hmm. I think they have that thing of going, you know, we can have Shinsuke Nakamura beat everyone, but... Not Braun and not Kane. <laughs> Kane's the best at this. So there is an attempt to sort of right, divert okay, them. Yeah. Um, you, there's a bit where, you know, they show uh-huh. uh, something that's happened obviously on Raw where uh, Strowman pulls down the backstage onto, onto Brock Lesnar. And all of that stuff is just like, when it gets to attempted murder, it's just you sort of go, <laughs> can't we just have it that I'm, I'm a wrestler and I'm trying to beat you? And yeah. you'll find a way to beat me. It isn't all about going, I'm going to pulverize you into dust mm. by any means necessary. Yeah. Why don't you just have a wrestle? Why do you have to be hating each other like two monsters, like Mothra and fucking Godzilla? <laughs> Why can't you just go, we are both contracted talents who are trying to be the best in our field? I'm going to buy a gun and shoot you. <laughs> oh, we, we just ended this problem, haven't we? <laughs> yeah. Uh... Well, come, come down to the, the Metro Dome on Saturday night. <laughs> I'm going to get a gun and shoot you. Oh, <laughs> oh no. I'm going to inject you with, with rat with... poison while you're asleep. <laughs> is, is this selling tickets? Is it selling? Um, that, I mean, two of the people in here as well, I, it's that funny thing that, you know, things like pandemics do, where mm. I watch it now and I sort of go, oh, yeah, he did that Instagram post about, you know, not wearing your mask. <laughs> um, Braun Strowman, quite a sort of, you know, denier of, uh, of right. COVID at various points. He's all okay. about liberty and things like that. And Kane obviously is libertarian. He mm. he did some Instagram posts about masks. So I think he's he's been largely sort of like wear them because they work. Yeah. But don't wear don't, them because someone's wear. telling you to. <laughs> you, 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 you do what you, you do. You do what you do, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. if you were going to do it, like, then wonderful. Like, Ken, why have you decided to become a politician <laughs> telling people what to do? Uh, well, exactly. Like, why are you... Why His big thing is he wants to be elected so he can devolve government. Right, I mean, okay. how's it going so far? Because you seem to have been there for quite a while and you've got a nice <laughs> office and obviously a salary. Um, oh, yeah, selling well, out, when, he, when he's, like, piling through the budget, he's like, this is, you know, I wanted to give you more money, but I it's like this is not libertarian. Your 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 basic political outlook makes it impossible for you to be a useful part of this process. Yeah, exactly. You sort of go, um, why did you want to, why why did you want to apply for this job? Because I want to just do nothing in the office. <laughs> go, well, we're not going to give you the job, idiot. Yeah, I want to be voted in so I can continually go in a circle of trying to do something without doing it because <laughs> I, that's against my beliefs. But I do want to do it. <laughs> you stupid moron. Um, <laughs> uh, Brock Lesnar, I shouldn't imagine, is left-wing in any way. I should imagine he looks down on it like a Batman villain the whole pandemic. Yeah, just, just goes, going, yeah, you puny humans with is, your lives. Is, <laughs> you know. is this going to get the sheep from the north field yeah, into exactly the south that. field? Although, as you say, I mean, like he lives in like rural Canada on yeah. a huge like you know empty estate where he's essentially the Unabomber but with but he's not interested in Just politics push, push a building over yeah. he is um, he is a frightening man he does frighten me very very bad I, I've, I've been watching a TV show called Married at First Sight Australia uh-huh. very popular at the moment for some bloody reason mm. but it's just a set of people who can't who have been given impossible characters to keep up <laughs> and impossible situations to keep up with 
by the writers, and they're not good actors. Uh-huh. But all of the men look like farmhands. They all they're all built like Brock Lesnar. Yeah, <laughs> it's really interesting. I didn't realize there's a place in Australia that where everyone looks like they're they're farmhands. They all look like Brock they Lesnar. do talk about it in this one. Funnily enough, but that thing about farm strength, about mm, how it's, it's a different kind of strength. It is a lot of the uh, early pioneer wrestlers from the 1900s, mm. early you know all the way through to the 30s and 40s. A lot of them were farmers. Like laborers. Like yeah. Right. Okay. Farmer Jim Burns was a sort of big name. <laughs> and it was just because you were just, you know, doing machine work as a man. You were out 12 hours a day, yeah. you know, lifting and punching cattle and stuff like that, you know, <laughs> just drinking nothing but full fat milk. Nowadays, just, uh, you use these and uh, red diesel, mate, innit? Yeah. <laughs> Scum. And, uh, Scum farmers. Uh, what, hiring out the barn for a wedding? <laughs> Uh, oh, that reminds me, Peter. Oh, what? I've got some aristocratic tittle-tattle. Oh, have you now? Yeah, yeah. I, I saw an uh, Instagram post from Lady Victoria Harvey. Oh, okay. She's very against the mainstream media. <laughs> okay. She's quite a fan of QAnon. Oh, is she? Yeah. Right, okay. Yeah. As in um, Lady Victoria Harvey, is she, was she one of the, like... Uh, one of those the, it girls the, the, that, right. that wasn't a thing. Right. When there were some posh girls who sort of looked pretty. Yeah. I mean, and they could get them to do a little bit of loaded. <laughs> they sort of went it girl, yeah, you know. Oh, uh, but interesting. Yeah, yeah, she was. So uh, she's a Q and honor. Yes. So it if anybody says, in. if anybody says to you, "What's Lady Victoria Harvey up to these days?" <laughs> say, you can she's... say, well, "Why? She's she's full of shit." Well, news reaches me, lady, my, my dear lady, <laughs> ah. that she has gone round the fucking bend. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. You've had the vapors. <laughs> the vapors. Yes, a Peter Gay. <laughs> uh, and then we get to the main event, uh, oh, yeah. the Women's Royal Rumble. The first ever time a women's match was the main event at one of the big four pay-per-views. Mm. So uh, Rumble, Survivor Series, SummerSlam and WrestleMania. Um, and this was the first ever Women's Royal Rumble. Um, introduced by Maria Menounos who was the, she's a, a TV anchor in the States. Mm. Huge wrestling fan. Yeah. Um, and she comes out they boo her a bit. Right. And I don't think they're booing Maria Menounos. Right. And then certainly not booing the concept of a Women's Royal Rumble being yeah. the main event. It'd be weird if they were still sits there. They are big wrestling fans here. Yeah. You know, they are cheering, you know, in the right place there. You, know, you will see later, they cheer a bit where um, Mickey James and Trish Stratus face off. Mm. You know, and so they, they know, they know it, wrestling yeah. and things. Mm. And I think there's a sense here that is Maria Menounos the best person to do a little bit of historic ring announcing yeah um you at this time had sunny was around uh sable um you know uh you didn't i don't think china was alive by this point i think she may have mm, passed away yeah. um but there is that sense of going why didn't you give this to someone who could be seen as a pioneer of where we are now uh, wendy richter would have been a good and safer uh choice with less politics mm. um you, uh, alundra blaze there were plenty of choices that they could have done and so they do boo her and i think they're booing the company um, Maria Menounos as a fan is aware that that's how it might be taken and so when she does the thing where she goes you know Royal Rumble there's booing and she kind of goes I know I know yeah like that is, oh don't oh, ever no. acknowledge the booking <laughs> the booing is the one thing you must never acknowledge you can never rise above the booing by going guys I know <laughs> I know I'm a bad booking you can't do that yeah. it's making it worse you just have to get through I get it I get it she says I get it I get it. Don't patronise me. Don't pat. If you get it, why are you there? If you understand the mindset of the fan so well, why aren't you as disgusted as I am that it's not sunny 
Bring out Sonny. Uh, they, they should have got a, 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 a legend. Sad that. And then they bring out guest commentator Stephanie McMahon. Mm. Stephanie McMahon taking a lot of credit in this period for the women's evolution stroke revolution. Mm. Um, uh, she, she'd been called out by AJ Lee, uh, Stephanie McMahon, when she tweeted a thing about equality uh, in pay in Hollywood. And AJ Lee had sort of uh, uh, done a reply to it just saying, nice to see you're concerned about everyone in Hollywood. What about people in WWE? Um, and- That's a, I never tire of people just completely getting blindsided by their own fucking stupidity. Like, yeah. like, of course that is what people is going to think. I react differently when it's my money. I will look at podcasts that have Patreons and I will look at it and I'll go, that's expensive. <laughs> and, going, well, we wouldn't do otherwise. We couldn't yeah, do it anyway. We should put it up. I think, I think madly. Um, absolutely that. Um, so, I mean, she, she, the problem with, with WWE, of course, is they control the television. Mm. So they can present it however they want. And in time, archaeologists will look back and they will go, ah, she was the pioneer of yeah. the women's division. Because what they won't do is go through a load of discarded tweets. And that's the heartbreak. <laughs> if, this, if this podcast, Pete, has one else. purpose. Two purposes. Two KFC, purposes. KFC chicken. KFC sponsorship. Yeah, yeah. Got to go to KFC. It's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> Frying tonight. <laughs> is that the name of the... It, it's, that... it's a new one. They're launching it very soon, yeah. What, Frying Tonight? Frying Tonight. And you go... Zzz. You make the sound like the chicken. Oh, Frying Tonight. Zzz. Yeah. Zzz. Cool. Yeah, that's... Uh, we, have we done three? <laughs> <laughs> just, just check. I've got to call them the air, make sure we've, we've hit the... Hit the... So the, yeah. um, <laughs> the important thing is, yes, yes, bringing pleasure to millions, yes. of course. But the other thing is, it must <laughs> never, ever, ever be forgotten that Stephanie McMahon did not does Invent not deserve women. the credit no. for women doing well. Yeah. <laughs> that's, the, that's the key. Mm. Um, you get Raw champion Alexa Bliss and the SmackDown champion Charlotte Flair. Uh, they, they are on commentary. Oh, they're not even on commentary. They just stick them on chairs. Yeah, it was um, weird that, isn't it? What was it like? Because there's a title shot at the end of it, right. I think they wanted to... I, why didn't they want them to go in? I suppose you have two champions you have to get rid of. And what you're doing is if you're going for a title shot, you don't want you know Charlotte Flair to be at the point where people go, well, what if she wins it? Does she challenge Alexa Bliss? <laughs> you challenge herself. Yeah. yeah, or she could challenge herself and not do it. I suppose, you know, they're going, well, it's a cha- championship shot. Let's mm. put you there. Um, they did manage to get 30 women and it didn't feel like you were going, oh, that's a shocker there. <laughs> everyone everyone was, was you know, a really good booking. So oddly, you don't miss them too much in this. Yeah. I imagine Charlotte Flair was a bit put out about not being in the first ever Women's Royal Rumble. Yes. She has a load of historic things that she can put mm. her name to and, to not have that one, you know, you'd be a bit like, oh, that's a bit of a fucking downer. <laughs> yeah. um, but out comes uh, Sasha Banks uh, as the first uh, entrant. Um, she's wearing a Wonder Woman-inspired costume. She is such a, a an important wrestler, and she's becoming increasingly more important as time goes on. Mm. Not just for the fact that she is incredibly reliable, incredibly good in the ring. She's just a, a very, very good performer who is always a high-level performer. Mm. She is pushed in a brilliant way. She could be the face of the company, you know. It's um, I'm puzzled as to how Becky Lynch l- leapfrogged her to some degree. Yeah. Um, but as she becomes essentially the Rock now, where she gets you know Star Wars gigs, and I mean th- that's there's a new role for a strong female lead in the Star Wars universe that's just opened up a little bit more. Um, <laughs> now, now there's a big Gina Carano sized hole there. Um, she is going to just simply become bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah. Um, she looks fantastic. I find it very hard with Sasha Banks to make it clear that objectively I think she's a wonderful professional wrestler and not look like I'm just going, 
She is so lovely. beautiful. She's <laughs> such a beautiful lady. She is a very beautiful lady, but I think as a pro wrestler, I think she's a phenomenal, just all-round package. Mm. Uh, I think the same about Bailey, And I think, you know, you don't see the, what Bailey would become in this Royal Rumble. But I think the two of those, the, those two performers are the two most important WWE performers of lockdown. Mm. I think they've been just routinely and regularly as good as any performer on the card. Yeah. And they've done that for such an extended amount of time it's impossible not to say they might be two of the best wrestlers in the company. Um, they are great. My mum and dad, oddly, were watching. They popped on Channel 5 the other day, mm. and it was uh, raw. Oh, right. And it, they have an hour-long sort of edited down version. Yeah. Um, I think I watched one of them the other day, and it was 35 minutes before any wrestling started. <laughs> the rest of it had just been chat. So right. that was tiresome. But they saw the match that came on as they were flicking over was a women's wrestling match. And they could not believe it. The last time they probably saw anything to do with wrestling would have been about 1991, yeah. 92, when, I, when they'd come in and I'd had it on a video. And they could not believe what had happened. <laughs> they were just like, <laughs> the women happening? were so beautiful. They were moving so fast. Everything was just <laughs> incredible. My, my mum and dad are coming to 80 this year. They're going to be 80 this year. And they watched that and they were just blown away <laughs> by what must have seemed like the future. I mean, it is just a, a, astonishing. It's very, very easy to forget that, you know, because some of these wrestlers are women, you know, that you forget to the world at large, they look like pinups. Yeah. And as wrestling fans, you are just like, you know, the work they do is just sensational. It's um, Becky Lynch comes out, uh, I think, as number two. She's still got a little sort of hint of the steampunk going on. She's got her yeah. goggles and her horrible leather buckle jacket. Sort I of think thing. she gets given Rocket League again. She, she, she does. Just, she yeah. just sells Computer games. games they, they chuck it on. Just, that's probably why she leapfrogs over. Yeah. <laughs> because she just sells stuff. I think she is at this point probably eight <laughs> months away from becoming, for a short period, the single biggest star in wrestling. Mm. It's an amazing sudden ascent that right. she does that is almost Stone Cold Steve Austin-like. And it makes her the biggest star in the industry, male or female, mm. um, for uh, you know a good few months. It's um, it, it's just remarkable. I'm really looking forward to actually doing a little bit when we get to the sort of rise and rise of, of Becky Lynch. Mm. Um, she is a wrestler that I think is less, I find her less enjoyable to watch than I do most of the other high flight ladies who perform in the WWE. Mm. Um, but that's just a personal thing. I think she stomps too much. I think she stomps and her wrestling is crappy. Right. There we are. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all right. <coughs> Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Sarah Logan comes out after that. Sarah Logan, if you worked in an office with Sarah Logan, she would be pretty much everyone just goes, she's probably the most naturally beautiful woman in this office. Right. In here, they basically go, she's Bigfoot's sister. <laughs> they they have her wearing rags from the wood. They, her hair is all done in like dreadlocks and everything. They are like she she is a she is a muddy woman. They, they are poor poor girl. You know uh, they, they, the gimmick that she has sort of is Kentucky backwoods girl, mm. which she then sort of rotated more into her real life, which was uh, Kentucky backwoods sort of hunter. Right, and uh, she's also. She had a Viking-themed wedding to her husband, who is um, one of the members of... <laughs> he is. He's in the Viking Raiders tag team. Oh, is he? Right. Okay. Yeah. He. I look at his tattoos quite a lot. He's very into Norse. Right. Oh, yeah. you've got you've got to... You've got to be careful. Yeah. He goes on about like how he's like, you know, I've you know, got Norse heritage and stuff. And it's yeah. like, ooh. Yeah. Uh, you've got to look at the symbols oh. and you're like, I would spend here just looking at that iconography yeah. before I figured out what was going on. Yeah. I'm sure it's fine. I would look at it and go, is it worth me doing this when I know that there's some pitfalls? <laughs> and even if I make sure the pitfalls aren't there, I'm going to have to spend a lot of my life explaining to people when they go, <laughs> well, hey, buddy, hey, buddy, what's that shit in you? And you're going, no, 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 yeah. it's proper Norse. Yeah. I've been through. Yeah. It's none of the... It's been checked. None of the right... Well, I'll have you know it's been co-opted quite yeah. recently by the, the Stormfront.org website. Oh, God. Shit. Fucking hell. God, they ran out of all of the pa- other ones. Pass me that potato peeler <laughs> but i but there's also a part of me pete that mm. goes to be really into like norse and Vikings, norse stuff when you're not norse <laughs> he is norse he said he was norse going back my maybe, my, my, look, my son is haynes it's h-a-y-n-e-s n-e-s is a norse suffix right so they go that's a viking name n-e-s yeah. okay you know well i mean you know I don't, you don't see me with runes everywhere. <laughs> runes. You know, I'm not into the runes. Mark, Mark, Mark. <laughs> he just visited Jorvik Viking Centre in York. <laughs> and he just went Viking crazy. He would he would go there and I can imagine him going, so uh, what do you reckon uh, the footage on the uh, on the old uh, Viking longboat is? 160, 170? Uh, you, you, you know, you're just a nerd. You big fucking nerd. How can you have those tattoos and not, not be a fucking... <laughs> Wrong and... How can you not? <laughs> how, how can you not how can, how you, can not? you not how can you not how can you not mate how can you not so yeah. she she went a little bit sort of you know i am uh a viking sort of backwards woman right okay i mean all of these things sound like red a lot don't they <laughs> there's a, a woman in the woods who's talking about viking runes yeah. oh god oh anyway <laughs> um mandy rose comes out uh mandy rose one of the 
classic examples of a wrestler who could have just totally sort of had a lackluster career mm. because of the virtue of her incredible, like, you know, the, the gifts that nature has bestowed on her. She's a beautiful woman. Mm. And she could have just been in this for a year, you know, and just left. And she's one of those people who every time you see her, she got better and better and better at wrestling to the point where I genuinely look forward to her wrestling. She is much better than she absolutely has any need to be. Mm. She is a really, really good performer. Um, she's one of the people that when they signed her originally, she took part, I think, in a sort of tough enough type competition. Yes. Okay. And uh, she didn't win it. She came second. And Vince McMahon basically fired the the first girl uh, for, who, who won tough enough. And uh, they kept Mandy Rose on. And it was seen as being, oh God, they've taken on another model. But she's just one of those people who seems to have just really got wrestling mm. in a way that I find lifts my heart again <laughs> again i need to distinguish between the fact i think she's a great wrestler and the fact that i'm not simping over her like some horrible simping Corey graves i never think about it pete because i'm talking about women wrestlers and it's all i've thought about all week <laughs> <laughs> but the, th- the thing is for me i think with with this show is and and in, in the in the women's royal rumble um i had I've not seen a lot of these characters, and and so no, right. And so I'm getting a lot of people thrown at me, and I, I don't know, I I don't know who's who, and and even the Hall of Famers, I think that appear, yeah, they were wrestling at a time where it was a bit fucking denigrating. It was, yeah, it was a bit completely. Was, I mean, so so the pops that should be there aren't there for me because. They were, you know, they were either doing fucking pillow fights or, you know, at that time. They weren't doing pillow fights, but you know what what I mean? What you see with Lita, who comes out as well with the hashtag Time's Up on Mm. on a show, which I get the feeling might have been like added later <laughs> when some of the checks have been done. Um, she, she comes out and it, this is really the first time a female performer has ever got the reaction from the crowd of the surprise return. Yes. Okay. And I, I don't think that's ever happened before in history. Yeah. Um, she comes out and she, th- the reason for that is exactly as you say, the, we've never heard a big pop for a returning female star before mm. because there has never been a division that warranted either excitement about someone returning or even warranted a return. Yeah. People who were working as female wrestlers in these periods, when they left, they never brought them back. Mm. There was no need. Why? Get someone else, get someone cheaper, get someone younger. Yeah. You know, there was there was no need. So this is a sort of like weirdly historic moment where for someone like Lita, this is one of the biggest receptions she'd have ever, but, you know, got. But I mean, you sort of talked about China a little bit earlier. That would have been a big pop for me. That would have been yeah. like, fucking hell. That's, that's mind-blowing. Completely. Stephanie McMahon, as Lita comes out, she mentions that she has written on her um, uh, her arm some of the women who paved the way for her to be there who weren't there that evening. And so they read out the commentators mention um, Alundra Blaze, Sensational Sherry, Miss Elizabeth, um, and Stephanie is the one who flags up. And China, don't forget China, she says. Now, Triple H and China had had a uh, relationship uh, for, for a number of years yeah. that ended when um, Triple H began uh, squiring that's a word squiring. i didn't think i'd end up using <laughs> ended up going out with stephanie mcmahon so i think you know there was certainly some some bad blood and china had been a a, a problem for the company in that her post wwe career mm. was full of the sort of things which very much went against their image as a family-friendly brand so it was a very difficult thing to actually bring her back um they never did and so what you get here is you get stephanie mcmahon consciously saying you know china let's remember the the you know the importance of china in this industry mm. china was to some degree whereas you had people like sunny and sable before who were very much the you know huge stars because of the way they looked and the 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 rarity of women in wrestling as a whole 
um, what you ended up with with China was you ended up with someone that people legitimately wanted to see wrestle. Oh, they yeah, wanted I'd, to see her wrestle the men. She was, you know, unique and exciting. I wish we'd seen, I wish, you know, through our, our project, I wish we'd sort of seen a bit more of her because it was just, it, whenever she turned up, I was like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Shook that block to death. Yeah. And she was <laughs> wrestling in, in, in a division, of course, where she had no competition. Yeah. Because there was nobody else out there who was like her. She was wrestling people like Ivory and uh, Ivory, while very good, was a good foot shorter than she was. Mm. And so there was no way of building up a division. What you can see, I mean, I mean, at no other point really in history could they have done a Women's Royal Rumble because the idea of finding 30 active female wrestlers would have yeah. been almost impossible. Unless, mm. of course, you went to Japan where, you know, you'd have hundreds and they were of a calibre, the likes of which we had never, ever seen before. Um, what What is sort of fun about this match is they continue to book it well because they've had the men's one. They're going, well, we don't want to duplicate stuff. We don't win two bits. So there's lots and lots of little bits. This one is more sort of about keeping the action going. Yeah. And the entrances are great. You get Kairi Sane coming in, uh, the pirate princess. Um, <laughs> she absolutely kicks the shit out of everyone. Amazing. <laughs> one of those sort of like perfect things of going, um, it's, like, it's like a fairy just sort of like <laughs> floating in and then suddenly just punching, punching you in the face. In the face. She is um, uh, a, a really you know, high, high level uh, <laughs> Japanese performer for stardom for a number of years. Right. And she came to uh, uh, WWE as part of the Mae Young uh, classic that they had, which was mm. a, a tournament, uh, which she surprisingly won. She beat Shayna Baszler, who seemed to be the favourite going in. And she um, is just a thrilling performer. Mm. Her, her gimmick of being a, a, a pirate, it comes to the fact that she is actually a, a competitive saleswoman. She, uh, she, I think she might have tried out for the Olympics um, for Japan. But she is a very high-level saleswoman, so of course she's a pirate. And she comes out with her you know, um, a little telescope and things. But the movements that she does are so brilliantly Japanese. Mm. It's so theatrical and so right. And just, oh, she's fantastic in this. Um, she barrels into people at, at, <laughs> at, at a rate of knots and the elbow off the top, dro- uh, top rope that she does, which she gets to do on a couple of people in this, is just incredible. Much man esque Oh, it's, uh, it's absolutely wonderful. Um, she was actually a replacement in this. She wasn't due to be in it. She was a replacement for Alicia Fox who was, um, uh, she damaged her tailbone, I think, and uh, had to pull out. Alicia Fox, another one of those people who I don't think you'll have even seen. She'll have been in maybe a battle royal mm. of women at a royal at, at a WrestleMania, but she would be beyond obscure. She, she was a girl who never really took to wrestling right. uh, as, a, as an art form, um, but <laughs> she managed to have quite a long career somehow. It is sort of <laughs> remarkable. Um, you then get sort of, you know, the, the middle point where they bring people out, Tamina, Dana Brooke, they bring back Tori Wilson, mm. um, who is, you know, the commentators really push as being, you know, she was a great trailblazer, yeah. wrestler and everything. She was not a great wrestler by any means. She was no, very she much was... more of a valet who occasionally they sort of ended up having to do a bra and panties match or, a, you know, roll around in mud or a chocolate pudding or an eggnog match. What the hell is a chocolate pudding or an eggnog They're match? all the same thing. Right. They're just a way of getting ladies into liquid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. She's yeah. wearing very risky Uzo-style tra- Uzo trousers as well. Yes. She poops herself. <laughs> embarrassing. She's quite t- she seemed a good foot taller than everyone else, but I think she's billed as being like five foot seven. I'm going, that's not right. Yeah. I think <laughs> there is a funny thing about how small the female wrestlers are. Yeah, I crazy. think, you know, there's a certain amount of, um, uh, they are normal height. 
Yeah. And so that means most people are five, six, five, seven. Yeah. Um, and it, only when you get people like Tamina. I imagine Tamina, who looks very tall in this, she's the daughter of Jimmy Snooker, by the way. Oh, okay. Uh, I imagine she comes out and you kind of go, God, she's a monster. And I bet if you met her, you'd be like, she's 5'11. She's 5'11. Her dad's the monster. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, they bring out Sonia Deville, uh, Liv Morgan, uh, Molly Holly, who returns after a few years away. She was the. Uh, sort of a, a sidekick of the hurricane. Right. She okay. had a superhero gimmick. She, uh, it, like one point they go, she was trained by Dean Malenko in Finland. <laughs> it's such a weird <laughs> sentence. In Finland. She got one of her first breaks working as a member of Team Madness uh, with Macho Man Randy Savage in WCW. Ah. Where she was, uh, she seems, she talks about uh, him, I've, uh, it's coming up in the newsletter this week, uh, but um, she, uh, <laughs> she talks about him just saying, he was very intense. They said he, he didn't sleep a lot. Um, it doesn't, no. He sounds hard work. She's one of those people who's so nice. She doesn't like like say he was a living nightmare. But yeah. She's very polite and very sweet and uh, probably far too kind. Probably. And she always gave the impression that she was too nice for the business. Right. That she was, you know, not going to compromise her own, her own principles, which everybody else happily does. Um, KFC. KFC Colonel. Um, we then get Ruby Riot comes out. Vicky Guerrero makes a return. Um, just an incredible voice. So she, she. I mean, what? it is what playing an, a, this absolutely appalling voice. Karen character. Excuse me. Yeah. Do you know what, Pete? No what, one's ever excu- called it the Karen character, and that's right. exactly what it should she's be. Car- she's she. Let me speak to the manager. Karen yeah. Car- yeah. She's, yeah. Yeah. She was the general manager of SmackDown and Raw. Mm. So after Eddie Guerrero's death, that that she was, mm. you know, brought in, yeah. uh, to do a number of bits and bobs, and very quickly. They decided to make her a heel. It's a very bold move to take the widow of one of your most beloved stars and go, we can run with this. And for a while, she was really the the, the, the focus point of mm. SmackDown. Right. Uh, and she did it largely by that awful voice, you know, which is just an amazing thing to possess. Uh, just shouting, excuse me, shouting at everyone, what, wailing. Is excuse me a thing that she did before? Excuse me, excuse yep. me. That was her, that was yep. her thing, yep. right? She's been shouting that since about, I would say, 2006. <laughs> yeah. you, but it doesn't really sort of go any... Like it, it should, it's it because when it started, she would be coming out and she'd be going, excuse me, excuse yeah. me, that is not going to happen. Yeah. But now it's become just a thing of it's her catchphrase. Yeah, so she just constantly. screams out, excuse me, with, <laughs> with then nothing to follow up. You know, it's, in a way, that's even worse. <laughs> but a proper, a proper wrestling character where you go, I don't know who this woman is, but I know I'm supposed to hate her. I've got an indication that she's pushy and mm. that she's going to be quite bad athletically. And, you know, that's sort of what you want from wrestling. Um, <laughs> I, I just, I, I, I absolutely, I mean, I, I adored seeing her. I, I, I will never, ever not enjoy seeing Vicky Guerrero, <laughs> but for a short period. <laughs> Don't want her to be around forever. Um, you then get, uh, in fact, one person I have missed off uh, who, who uh, runs into Vicky Guerrero there is Michelle McCool. Right, comes yes. out. Um, Michael Cole says, one of the best pure athletes in the women's division and one of the top women superstars of the last 15 years. Mm. Absolutely not. Absolutely <laughs> not. During the period where Vicky Guerrero was playing around, was the time when Michelle McCool was also on the on the on the cards. Yeah. And Vicky Guerrero was ten times the star Michelle McCool, McCool was. Mm. Michelle McCool held uh, the Divas title with um uh, a, a lady called Layla L and they were sort of two besties and they were all me you know mm. and, and they did a uh, a long uh, program where they mocked Mickey James uh, for putting on weight 
uh, which was uh, the clever way that the WWE office had decided they wanted to, to make Nikki right, James know. Like yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so they did a long angle called Piggy James. Right. Now, Michelle McCool is one of those people, if you go back and watch those matches, you will just go, hang on. Did he say one of the best pure athletes in the women's division? <laughs> one of the top women superstars of the last 15 years. Absolute revisionism. Right. And it's done, of course, because she is the wife of The Undertaker. I see. So all of that is is beyond ridiculous. Mm. It's just... I know, I know, I know, I know I'm not supposed to watch all wrestling going back 40 years. But if you lie to me, I will pick it up. And it's such an egregious lie. They put her in there and they have her eliminate Sonia Deville, Liv Morgan, Molly Holly and Lana in quick succession, Mm. setting her up. She was a joke character. She was a sort of like supposed to be a pretty woman who used to sort of just go, yeah. You know, it's so infuriating <laughs> to see to see it done. I ah ah, uh, uh, it's what did they what do they want? What do they want to happen? Do they, could be, what do you want the Undertaker to come out of fucking retirement again? I was thinking to myself, <laughs> you'll do it anyway. He, he'll do it. You don't he'll have to do go it. on about how great his wife is. It's just weird. <laughs> um, uh, my 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 point on that, getting annoyed about it, was they did not bring Vicky Guerrero out and say she was the main event at the time when <laughs> Michelle McCall was doing her thing. You know, they didn't make that clear. Yeah. Uh, and I felt for uh, Vicky Guerrero there. Underrated. Mm. Um, also, it's good as Vicky walks off, Carmella comes in with her Money in the Bank group briefcase <laughs> and Vicky clonks her in the head with it. Yeah. So Vicky having been thrown out, they, they don't just go, she's a comedy character. They make her go, oh, she got the last laugh. Yeah. I, I really like well, that. Well, Carmella does like a moonwalk. She it's, does. It's like Carmella's so entrance cool. is thrilling. It's, it's really good. Yeah. She does a moonwalk. She gets knocked out by uh, uh, Vicky Guerrero. Yep. And then, you know, she just, I, I love it. I mean, what? it's not a bad night's work. <laughs> it's not good. a bad night's work. But she's work. knocked out, like, there's, obviously there's a knocked out character in the men's Royal Rumble as well. So yes. she plays that role as well. Yeah. Uh, they bring in, like, uh, uh, Natalia comes in. Natalia, mm. one of the Hart family. Always get the impression with Natalia when she comes in, she is happier actively wrestling than doing anything around it. Yeah. Which is sort of seems like the opposite of everybody else in WWE. Mm. She seems to really enjoy the in-ring stuff and the rest of it she slightly seems to struggle with. Right. Uh, which is, you know, she's really good in the ring. Uh, and then Kelly Kelly uh, comes out. That's a return. I've seen her. You've seen Wrestle. Kelly Kelly before. That's right. Yeah. You've met her in real life. Have I? Yeah. Did I? Well, we were in the same building as her. I think we <laughs> saw her from a distance. I met you. <laughs> I met you. Kelly I know Kelly. you. Um, she's the same as Tori Wilson. They, 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 she comes from an era where, you know, there was no women's wrestling uh, as, you know, a, a, a competitive mm. element of WWE. Um, she was so American beautiful. She was just, you know, picture perfect. I, I, I think I said this in an old podcast. She is that sort of, you've never met anyone in Britain who looks like Kelly Kelly. She is just a, a uniquely American beauty. Well, when we sort of like, uh, when we when we went that was it Raw, Smackdown, I can't remember which one it was, but they, she was there and uh, all the boys were going, Kelly Kelly. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? What is this? It is weird. Isn't it? She's weird. not going to come out and go, Curious. I will pick one of you to, to marry. marry yeah. <laughs> weird. Uh, out comes uh, Naomi. And again, you know, Naomi, you know just under pushed a really really talented performer mm. you get the when she gets in that ring you just go ah just please leave leave and just do a year mm. doing showing how you can do it and then you'll come back and they will give you more money mm. they will give you more money and more time she's always thrilling in the tiny little bits they give her um 
after her, you get Jacqueline, uh, a, a classic sort of uh, uh, Attitude Era uh, right. performer, slightly before the Attitude Era. But I she, think we've seen uh, her. In a, I think we've seen her pre- in a previous show. I don't know why she we was in the her. Hall of Fame. Right. Oh, so we may have why. seen her there. Yes. She was. Um, she started in, in the in the late eighties. Uh, she was known as Miss Texas, and she was wrestling men because there were no real other women wrestlers in Texas. Mm. Um, one of my one of my favorite bits about her is the the sort of non-canon world of the uh, UK pay-per-views, mm. and uh, she once exposed her boobs. Uh, they they did a bit where a top got ripped off when she was on the shoulders with someone, right? Um, be- slightly because there was a a misunderstanding between the WWE and what they believed was normal in the in, UK, in, the, in Europe. And yeah. They had that thing of going page three. We understand yeah. page three. They open their uh, their their newspaper and look at some boobies. Which let me say, Pete. In retrospect, now it's mental, mad. Yeah. absolutely, absolutely mad. mental. But but at the same time, we were all having our breakfast cereal and, and opening boobies on page three i remember oh god it must have been like i went down to london when i was very young and i saw like a a, a nipple on on an advert and i remember <laughs> thinking that's very european that's very that's very new they, they slightly the wwe had that thing of going, going the europeans European, are fine yeah. with toplessness yeah they're all topless they're all topless all, <laughs> all the, time. the time yeah um the uh the, it was done by uh, the cat who was uh, a performer she flashed her boobs Right, and then the the uh, Jacqueline one was was sort of more. She was in the middle of the ring on someone's shoulders, being slowly rotated. They didn't seem to realise that it wasn't as normal as you'd imagine it would be. <laughs> what it had gone from, it wasn't just going page three, which nobody really took any notice of, apart from people who were like, "This is disgusting," and everyone yeah. was like, "Is it?" And it's just always been there. Mm. Um, that was just like a stripper. That was seeing a woman being displayed right, yeah. in front of an audience. I yeah. mean, it was a very very bad call on yeah. the WWF's part. Um, I also, I mean, that's part of the reason I believe, and this is just me, my supposition, they've never put the UK pay-per-views on uh, the, network. the network. Right. And I presume it's because they would have to either edit or leave out. And what it does is remind people that exists. Mm. And I think they're very much like, we prefer all of our mistakes to be forgotten. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> and not talked about. Um, we'll rattle through the rest because, geez, oh, it's difficult to do the Royal Rumbles on this. Mm. Um, Nia Jax comes out. She eliminates everyone. Um, <laughs> she is she is very good yeah. uh, they are setting her up and going and what, what we didn't really have in the last one was we didn't have anyone come in and dominate in the way that Nia Jax does yeah. so they are sort of like you know well booked as being different from, from each other the she's two great. Royal Rumbles she's really good um, she has since got a reputation for being a bit dangerous and sloppy but you see her in this when they were booking her as a monster brilliant absolutely mm. great out comes Ember Moon uh, Ember Moon uh, she I hope one day is going to become a huge huge star Every time you see her, she performs like she does here, right. which is 100 miles an hour, incredibly hard-hitting, incredibly creative, incredibly crisp. Um, she was trained by Booker T. You wouldn't know it. You would not know it. <laughs> um, she is. Uh, she comes out and she's selling again an injury arm, from TakeOver, yeah. yeah. And, you know, she still delivers a better performance than all but, what, four or five people in this mm. match. Just astonishing. Um, she's so spooky. The return, well, she has a sort of werewolf gimmick, yeah. that, which they've never said she's a werewolf. But it's got Ember Moon, which always sounds a bit like Twilight yeah, stuff, that yeah, fanfic yeah. that they have. And there was a Blood Moon, and her move is called The Eclipse. Right. But I think they should go full on that, and she should be supernatural. <laughs> I think it's only fair. Um, Beth Phoenix comes out. Mm. She's a, a Hall of Famer, the youngest person ever to go in the Hall of Fame at the time this was done. Um, she is, since then, of course, there have been some other people, but they haven't been wrestlers. Right. There have been people who won the Warrior Award, uh, things like that. Um, Beth Phoenix comes out married to Edge 
by this point. Yep. Um, and uh, she is the only person in the women's match who isn't making their Royal Rumble debut. Oh, yeah. Uh, she eliminated the great Carly. She did. <laughs> I don't think I've seen this. I Have want to see not? it. It, it sounds like a great moment of emancipation. Yeah. But she eliminates him by snogging him over the top rope. Oh, I know. It's yeah, a real yeah, shame, yeah, isn't it? If they could go back and change everything with a wand, but Vince would die. Vince would be dead. <laughs> yes. Vince, yeah, would, yeah. Vince would go take the wand and yeah. do it. Honestly, they would. Um, she uh, uh, is great. Of course, um, um, worth saying, Nia Jax will go on to appear in a Men's Royal Rumble in the years to come, but at that point, she had not been in a Royal Rumble. Right. So making that clear, save your letters, send them to Jimmy Savile. <laughs> uh, Asuka comes out. Asuka! And, oh, just from the entrance alone, you're like, this is brilliant. I just, when the, she takes the mask off and turns around, I'm like, how oh, she fucking done that? And she just drops it. But she's so good at everything else. I just sort of go, yeah. I'm in. I'm just like, totally in. I love Asuka. She just kicks the shit out of everyone. She does. There's she's a horrible. knee that she does on <laughs> Sasha Banks, which I think is one of the best timed knees I've ever seen in my life. She gets close to her, and Sasha Banks is sort of in movement. And Asuka doesn't just sort of like carry through on the knee. Mm. She pauses and then does it. And it just makes it look like she's gone, not yet now. And like she's a connoisseur of violence. <laughs> I, I absolutely love it. It's, it's beautiful to watch. Um, out comes Mickey James. Uh, Mickey James, um, in, stuck between two camps here. She'd had a sort of late run, uh, almost like as a veteran. Although, right. you know, Jesus Christ, what's a veteran? 36, <laughs> you know. She looks unbelievably brilliant. She looks exactly the same as she did when she debuted. Um, what she's done though, which I, I can't stand, is she's gone for that thing of going. I don't really have a, 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 a like a textbook look, so I will change my look radically every time you see me. <laughs> a million gimmicks is not half as good as one gimmick. Yeah, just just have one. Mm. Uh, otherwise, it's just it, it's just too many. It's too many things. It, look, the it looks like you, you you've like you're not in it for the long term. You have to keep buying a new thing <laughs> when you go. I will do one more. Um, outcome: Nikki uh, and Brie Bella. Um, uh, why are people in the crowd going whoa I can't believe it I think like, again they'd had a, been a retirement right, yeah I think okay, Bree had right. certainly retired and I think Nikki had been away for maybe out of action for, for a considerable see, amount of time right, okay. um, as I've got older and I think I've mentioned this on the, on the podcast and I've seen a lot of wrestling for years I thought the Bellas were appallingly bad in the ring mm. and I, I don't know what it is maybe I've just seen so much wrestling they are now one of the sort of like key acts that I look forward to seeing when they appear. <laughs> and I look forward because they don't wrestle like anyone else. I don't know whether it's because they're not good at wrestling mm. or whether they overthink it or what it is, but <laughs> but they wrestle in this strange sort of stiff way. Like they have to remember to move every limb individually every time. Like they're going foot forward, arm forward, arm forward, foot forward, right? Like, like the game Quop. It's like a you control four Keys on the keyboard, control each limb. Right, arm, le- arm, leg, and two legs. It's exactly <laughs> like it's exactly like that. Where they, they they go towards it, and you go, why are they? You know, stiff. Why is everything right, sort of yeah. funny? And then they'll hit people much too hard. So by this point, of course, they are bulletproof. Uh, I think Nikki is still engaged to John Cena. Yeah. Um, you've got Daniel Bryan who is married to Brie Bella. So the two of them are now going out of wrestlers and they're like, I quite like wrestling now. <laughs> and they've obviously been sort of going, oh baby, teach me. Oh baby, teach me how to do. And I think, you know, they've sort of gone, I've got, you know, I'll be a bit better at this now. Yeah. And they've both learned some stuff and they, they come in and they just kick fucking seven shades of shit out of everyone. <laughs> they were over pushed considering how good they were and how popular yeah. they were. But 
I was watching this and I was thinking, this is exactly what I want to see. <laughs> I want to see Brie come in and give a really violent knee to someone. I want Nikki to come in, look arrogant, and you know, just be damaging with a forearm. Mm. I, I loved all of it. They 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 do such a good little end section. So the last person to come in at number thirty is Trish Stratus, mm. and she really is one of the most important people, along with Lita, in that changing of of how people viewed women's wrestling. It stopped being about titillation. And it became about athleticism mm. and, you know, uh, storylines. They, they they were both very good at that. Um, Trish Stratus was another perfect example of someone who was around who did not need to be as good as she became. Yeah. She she could have had a perfectly good career as a bit of sort of eye candy and a manager and occasionally doing those sorts of matches. But very quickly, she was like, what if I was actually a good wrestler? Mm. And she was a decent wrestler. As a female performer at that time, she was head and shoulders above everybody else. Um a big game changer. The first diva, if you like, who was able to go, I am not just, you know, the, the, the external package, but I can also go into that ring and deliver something that the fans will want to see. Mm. And that was a big sort of moment. You can trace it through on a very sort of rough level in the nineties of going sunny, sable, China, Trish. Um, that is the sort of, you know, the, the four heavenly pillars, if you like, of wrestling up to the point at which point, you you know, there are other people, Lita, and there are lots of people on the fringes, but those four are very much the pantheon. I think you'd be difficult. You wouldn't really... There's no argument to be made about it, and I will not brook one. <laughs> <laughs> um, I should stress, of course, that's WWE only, not Japan. <laughs> <laughs> the fans really do react. They react to Trish facing off with Mickey, which is an old WrestleMania uh, match that we saw. Um, Stratus is then eliminated by Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks has been in it all this time. They haven't really had a standout moment for her in the match, but she gets to eliminate the icon. And that's a sort of, if you like, a symbolic, you know, passing of the torch. Right, okay, really yeah. nicely done. Uh, it comes down in the end to Asuka versus the Bellas. Uh, Nikki turns on Bella, uh, uh, Brie rather, which is great. Mm. You know, they, you know it's going to happen, <laughs> but they do it well. I, I you know, I just, I, I was just, I enjoyed it. And then you get Asuka versus Brie, and you, uh, uh, sorry, versus Nikki. And you know Nikki can't win this. They don't want you going home on a slightly sort of, oh, she wasn't the greatest wrestler. Yeah. You know, you had Asuka there. You could have had her. And so Asuka wins. You were d- displeased with this end. Well, uh, the kick, uh, so they're outside. There's a bit of peril because they're outside of the, the, the ropes, but they're still on the ring apron. On yeah. the ring apron. And uh, Asuka like, sort of gets knocked down and then kicks out and... I mean, she kicks as hard as and as far as she can go. Yeah, the Bella is the Bella. The Bella. <laughs> the Bella is not Bella. Is not uh, is not in the right position, or she doesn't sell it properly. But it it looks a bit shit for yeah. a finish. It seems a weird decision to finish like that. If if that was going to be the finish, yeah, I imagine they did it a few times, and Nikki was nearer, and it looked right. more impactful. But on the day, it's that thing of going. Did that look good? I better go with it. And they do. I I mean, I didn't mind it insofar as. We'd never seen a rumble end like that. And I like the fact it sort of was a bit shit. Well, it would be shit in real life if you were doing it. There would be plenty of bits where you were like, I'm going to hit him and you'd hit him and he'd just sort of like scrape his one foot go down and then you go, fuck. You know, there's, there's not enough people going shit in the Royal Rumble for my liking. But they definitely chose the camera angle behind... <laughs> Uh, the Bella. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the Bella. Uh, the Bella. It is a very sudden ending. And actually, it doesn't go over huge. The mm. crowd are a little bit like, oh, okay. You know, and that seems a shame after, you know. But yeah. then they've sat through three Royal Rumbles. 
Yeah, you know, exactly. I should and, imagine by that point they're just like, well. I don't care. I'm good now. This is this is over. <laughs> Been here six and a half hours, and I'm ready to go. Um, unfortunately for them, there is a little bit extra. So what happens is, Asker is in the middle, and you get Charlotte Flair and Alexa Bliss coming in mm. to stand in the ring. Ah, oh, that's why they're out there, of course, oh, okay. because they're doing something for the greater good, which is they they aren't going to take part in the rumble because they want them standing in the ring at the end with Asuka, both the champions mm. so that they can introduce the next person. So we got to the point now where we're in the era of pointing at the WrestleMania sign, everyone yeah. wins. And they just point at it like a moron. It's silly. Isn't it? uh, it's silly isn't it? I am going there. <laughs> you always were. You're contracted. I am contracted to go there. Uh, just as she's about to choose who she's going to face at WrestleMania. Um, and Asuka doesn't do this great. She is smiling too much like she's actually genuinely happy yeah. rather than I am delighted to get you, my hands on you. Yeah. You know, she's just going, I am very happy indeed. Uh, Joan Jett's bad reputation hits and uh, out comes Ronda Rousey, mm. making her uh, not in-ring debut or because she's done WrestleMania okay, maybe a year and a bit ago. Has she? I, she appears yeah in she the has crowd. we have Is done she, it she, I was yeah. making sure yeah. she did a, a thing with Rock where she did yeah. a, a judo throw yeah. on Triple H mm. uh, and, and here she is she's finally here um, out she comes wearing uh, her rowdy Ronda Rousey mm. uh, t-shirt uh, modelled on the one that was worn by Rowdy Roddy Piper uh, he was a big she was a big fan of him when she was a child mm. and that she'd taken his name when she went into MMA um, she comes out wearing a leather jacket that was lent to her uh, by Roddy's son, Colton. It was one of Roddy Piper's leather jackets. Um, he had passed away in 2015. Um, she, uh, he rather, the, the son, Colt, had uh, flown from Las Vegas to Philadelphia for the sole purpose of, of personally delivering it to her mm. uh, on the, uh, to, to wear in the Royal Rumble. I like stuff like that. The fact the commentators don't say she's actually wearing his legitimate jacket, but you have to go away and find that out. Yeah, it <laughs> so, no, right, just seems mad. Put that in there for yeah. crying out loud. Out she comes. Uh, she comes into the ring, and this is a big moment for the WWE. Mm. They, she will become, and she still is, even though she hasn't wrestled in over a year, she is still the highest paid performer in WWE uh, at the moment. Mm. So she's on a huge amount of money. Uh, they, they brought her in, and she was a, a sort of, it's hard to say a risk, but they weren't sure which way it was going to go for a couple of reasons. One, because she was MMA, and they weren't sure whether or not her big popularity in MMA would translate over to wrestling fans. Yeah. Uh, and the second is they didn't know quite what she'd be like. And what she does here is a slightly, they've brought her out and gone, you're going to be a good guy. So smile at everyone and high five. And she does that. But what it makes it look like is it makes it look like she's more excited to be there, which I'm sure she was, than she is in fighting any other women. Mm. So they bring her down this legitimate killer. They bring her... She hasn't killed anyone. <laughs> they bring her down and she gets into that the ring. Fa- that was her father, uh, Superfly Judy Snooker. <laughs> she goes to sort of shake Asuka's hand and Asuka bats it away. Again, I don't know if Asuka was supposed to do that. <laughs> she just goes in business for herself. Yeah, and Rousey sort of smiles, goes, okay. And then she goes over to Stephanie McMahon and she sticks her hand out and they shake hands. Mm. And then she smiles a bit more. Yeah. And then she high fives all the fans and goes away. Yeah. Now, I would say this would be a, a hard debut and a simple section that would be almost impossible to make confusing. <laughs> but they managed it. They do manage yeah. it. I don't, I was not even, I mean, who would be clear as to what was going on? 
Yeah. She no. comes down, she smiles at everyone, she sort of sees Asuka, she doesn't go, you know, she doesn't, you know, say, you know, who are you going to pick because I'm picking the other. Yeah. Or whatever it is, yeah. you know. And then she goes and shakes Stephanie McMahon's hand. It's, what, what are is we that, doing? Is that contractual um, yeah. uh, negotiation? Should and, you have to talk money? And why are you just smiling all the time? Why don't, when you get into the middle, just look mean and just look at all three of them and just point to WrestleMania and fuck off. Yeah. And then have them just go, who the fuck does she think? Great. <laughs> done. Money. Smiling, waving. <laughs> Hello. I rip off people's arms and I'm smiling and waving. <laughs> I'd like to shake your hand. I'd like to shake your hand. Oh, you won't shake my hand, but I'm not mad. <laughs> I'm just happy. I'm happy Ronda Rousey. Um, she, of course, will be a huge, huge needle mover. Uh, when it comes to business. And of course, it really does give them a focus mm. for the women's division that uh, pretty much propelled it to where we are today. Well, there you go. You can't say fairer than that, Pete. <laughs> I enjoyed that immensely. Oh, it's always good fun. I do enjoy a Royal Rumble, but I tell you what, it's a pain having to try and make sense of it when you're on WrestleMania. It works hard because there's not, you know, matches. Things don't happen in... Like mm. things that I wrote down, I, I couldn't find a space for. So uh, I've been releasing those notes. <laughs> I expect you all to pick up a copy. <laughs> On a GitHub. <laughs> I'll be leaving them outside my house. Uh, I, I do need them picked up by 10 a.m. And I will note down any listeners who haven't got theirs. Ignore uh, the bottle of piss. <laughs> uh, respect is due. Look, yeah. we're going to be back. And we are going to be back with WrestleMania. Oh, lovely. Unless there's something that happens in the two months between. <laughs> it, it depends whether we need to pad it out, Pete. Exactly. Somebody might die. Uh, they may bring back the KFC um, Royal Rumble. Sure, wouldn't it be good if we just sort of said, you know what, from now on, we're just going to talk about the history of KFC. <laughs> we're going to talk to everyone who's run it. That would be brilliant. <laughs> I can't tell you anything because it's all a secret. Uh, <laughs> Nuts. Boo. Uh, can you just tell me one thing? Do you have the footage of AJ Styles rightly winning the Colonel <laughs> Royal Rumble? I can't oh, get the name right. Let me take you back to 2012. <laughs> a man is being fed popcorn chicken over the <laughs> counter at the Holloway Road. <laughs> is this what's known as a Papa's Clap? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wrestle me, Mark! Wrestle me, B! This was a Stakhanov production and part of the ACAST Creator Network. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.